The Cleveland Guardians roller derby team sues the Cleveland Guardians baseball team for stealing their name. Cuyahoga County might make it easier for low-income renters to find a bigger choice of housing options, and a bunch of people are scratching their heads over the Cleveland police policy of letting crime victims decide whether people accused of crimes should get mental health or drug addiction help. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Thursday, October the 28th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Cleveland's baseball team gave the impression it had worked out all of its trademark issues when it changed the team name to the Guardians. But the Cleveland Guardians roller derby team sued the baseball club Wednesday over the name and the trademark. The roller derby team wants the team formerly known as the Indians to stop using the Guardians' name. The lawsuit said the roller derby team made the baseball team aware of its name early in the process, but the Indians only offered to pay a nominal amount, which the roller derby team equated to about 15 minutes of the annual baseball team revenue. The baseball team remained mute most of Wednesday before releasing a short statement saying it believes there is no conflict and that both teams can operate independently. County Executive Armand Budish announced a plan Wednesday to provide low-income renters way more choices in where they can live in Cuyahoga County. Legislation soon to be introduced to county council would prohibit landlords from refusing housing to renters based on their sources of income and would financially reward landlords who accept low-income housing vouchers. Across the county, people have been denied rental housing based on using housing vouchers as landlords resent the red tape, delays, and inspections that the Cuyahoga Metropolitan Housing Authority has built into the system. Budish would make that no longer legal. Officials and advocates say they are bewildered by a policy that requires Cleveland police officers to get a crime victim's permission to take nonviolent offenders with mental illness or addiction to get treatment at the new Cuyahoga County Diversion Center instead of taking them to jail. Adam Faris reports the requirement that officers get a victim's permission presents another barrier for people who need immediate treatment and puts victims of low-level offenses in a position to decide the fate of someone's treatment. The creation of the Diversion Center was a recognition that drug addiction and mental illness spur people to commit some crimes, and treating the underlying issues is more important than prosecution. The Ohio House on Wednesday sent the Senate a bill aimed at preventing and toughening the penalties of murder by an intimate partner through domestic violence. The bill is named after Aisha Frazier, who was a sixth-grade teacher in Shaker Heights before she was murdered in November 2018 by her ex-husband, former Cuyahoga County Common Pleas judge and state lawmaker Lance Mason. House Bill 3 would change how domestic violence cases are handled in the criminal justice system, beginning with police and through the sentencing of offenders. When police handle a domestic violence call, they would have to perform a lethality assessment 
to screen for whether a victim is at risk of murder. A jury on Wednesday found an 83-year-old man not guilty of killing his wife in 1974 after his conviction from nearly five decades ago was overturned due to withheld evidence. It took jurors less than 90 minutes to decide the verdict for Isaiah Andrews, who spent 45 years in prison for the crime that he maintained he did not commit. The verdict comes after an unusual trial that mostly featured people reading transcripts from Andrews' original 1975 trial. Many of the witnesses, including the Cleveland police detectives who investigated the killing, are dead. Andrews won a new trial last year after attorneys with the Ohio Innocence Project discovered that Cleveland police withheld a report that detailed how detectives investigated and arrested another man, Willie Watts, after initial evidence found that the scene implicated him. Watts, who died in 2011, was ultimately released from custody before detectives turned their sights on Andrews. Isaiah and Regina Andrews married in August 1974. They lived at the Colonial House Motel until they could move to an apartment in Euclid, A man found Regina Andrews' body on September 18, 1974, in Forest Hill Park on the border of Cleveland and Cleveland Heights. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. 